Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 275 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Back from the land. Joined, as always, by my mainest man, Willie Sailor. And we're here. We're fired up for FRL. We were pumped for a moment. We were were excited. We're all jazzed. EMU wants to come in here at Greasy and drop their program. Scott what, Weatherby. Scott Weatherby. 45 capital E's in his name. Who is the his Twitter handle. Who is the AD at Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan just announced they're dropping the program. And apparently he drives a free car that was donated by a uh, wrestling booster. Wrestling alum. Interesting. That's what huh. we're told. So can we get that car back? It always blows my mind that, that they say, you know, it's tough economic times and we have to... Figure out our bottom line, but that's your fault. That's your problem. That's your failure. Yeah, sounds like you have business problems. Okay, so that stinks. We're not gonna let that derail the show. Maybe Thursday will be a little. I mean, we literally found out. I found out at seven o'clock, right? So we don't. Um, yeah. So maybe once we'll have we, some, a little. We get spay on this. It'll be game over. Sp- Scott Weatherby. You've been warned. Andrew Seriously, Spays, he's going and, through your mail. Yeah. <laughs> he's going through your garbage. This guy can find anything uh, that's ever been posted anywhere. I'm pretty sure he forced Bob Cooster to retire. He did. He did. Yeah. Also, at least these cowards put it on social media instead of the super cowards of Boise State that oh. just tried to bury it like a bunch of you know, Barriers. A bunch of barriers. A bunch of diggers. diggers. Spay's yeah. going to wake up. He's going to turn his hat on backwards and say, let's do this. He is. And he doesn't even wear hats. He doesn't much. even wear a hat. But but he, he will today because of Weatherby. Because EMU. Shout out. I literally wrote in the doc, shout out Sidarian Perry. And, and then, then he wrote, parentheses, update. You don't have a team to wrestle for anymore. Yeah. That was the update in the document. So well, maybe sh- Thursday we'll talk a little more about it when we have a little more information. <clears throat> maybe a little more. We can be a little more strategic. Right now it's just pure anger. At uh, the university for making such a stupid decision. Uh, yep. Okay. We should march on Ypsilanti. Hey, how about that team race, though? Oh, my gosh. How about the team race? Was it, not, was it not? It literally, it was Kyle's Christmas wish come true. It really it was. It literally came down. It came true. Kyle's yeah. Christmas wish, that, and, you know, this is before Christmas, so months ago, Kyle said that he hopes the NCAA tournament team race comes down to... Miles, Miles and Bo. Yeah. In the finals. And it, it did. It sure enough did. And it came down. I mean, it was um, 
the 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 ups and downs of the team race were, were really interesting because it starts off boom Ohio State red hot um, round one Nickley gets beat so you know there's a lot of wrestling to be done right there's a lot of wrestling to be done but you think Nickley gets beat first round his first wrestle back is going to be Josh Alber that's going to sting mm-hmm. and uh, he ends up scoring eleven and a half points yeah he's he scored and that was. I mean, Nick Lee not packing it in was the you know. There's a lot of things you could say were the difference in the team race. That was definitely one. If they Nick Lee goes 0 2, they do not they do not win NCAs. I mean, it's like for for all of Penn State's dominance, I think what gets lost a little bit is how many things like that have happened where they had a guy that was maybe not their big high powered national champ step up. It was James English in 2014. Mm-hmm. They don't win without James English's points, right? Um, and now they've they've run away with a few of them as well. That you know d- didn't really matter. But now this year, it's it's Nick Lee, it's Shakur Rashid, it's um, it's not bonus points. It wasn't I, bonus. Points. Iowa, Iowa had the most. Yeah, and Ohio State had the second most. If you had told Ohio State going in, you're gonna out you're gonna bonus have more bonus than Penn State, they would have been saying, "Well, we All won. Right, well, let's print our T-shirts." Cool, we won. Ultimately, I mean, not the thing because it came down to Bo and Miles. But early on, and Christian was making fun of me because I was like, you know, day one, heading into even in the morning session, it was like the morning session of day two. He's like, it's over. The morning session of day two, I was like, it's over. It's over. And it was reverse psychology. He reverse jinxed it because no, I, I really thought that. Because I really thought because Nick Lee had lost and because of um, the matchups that Ohio State had, like Ohio, there was some there was some big upsets and Ohio State was the beneficiary of a lot of them. I mean, Cannell beating Weigel, I'm like, OK, that's a walk for Colin Moore and Sorensen losing to Ronnie Perry, I think. Uh, anyway, um, or no, that wasn't it. But LaValle, there was, there was, a, there was a, losing. Lavalle, that's what because it was. Because then Jordan La- got Van Brill. Yes, yes, that's the one. I was like, you know, they're going to take advantage of that. And so the way it looked, I was like, man, Ohio State's going to get more in finals than I thought. And and what? But, not, but no, but um, yeah, it looked good for their quarters draws. But the ultimate thing is, Penn State's got the five. Yeah, that's the hammer that that was not changed, and that was the reason. Is like you cannot. Just getting some guys to the quarters they're going to place that we well, thought we're going to place anyways is not like... Yeah, but look, Ohio State lost the first five matches in that round. They went 0-5. That was like... I was like, okay, now it's a thing. Exactly. and those, But those were all very losable matches. Yeah, yeah. Right? They, were all, they were all... I am not surprised by any single one of the results. I'm surprised that they didn't capture one or two of those, right? Like... Um, NATO, I mean, Spencer Lee destroyed NATO and didn't get that one. Luke Pletcher didn't get that one. Joey McKenna didn't get that one. And you're like, everything's going not Ohio State's way. And then uh, Keyshawn loses in the backside. Um, and then Micah loses and, you know. Yeah. But even still, they had a they had a real sh- – I mean, it came down to 84. Yeah. If Miles wins, if he – Keeps his hips low there and doesn't get flipped through. Maybe that ends up being a match. Obviously, Bo Nickel, I mean, we saw it. He has the point scoring potential. 
to be down 4-0 and come back. But it would have been interesting. It would have put Bo in a situation where he's not He's not great. reacting. He's not um, – Bo – it sounds weird to say it like this, but like when Bo is dictating and kind of lets the match come to him, he, he tortures. I mean, that's what happened there. But down 4-0, Bo's got to open up Bo more, and, and who knows how, how, how it goes. Obviously, Bo Nickel is the superior guy, but if he's down 4, things go differently potentially. But – as it stands, it, that's the whole shoulda, woulda, coulda, and Bo capitalized on the moment, goes D- Dylan Ness and uh, pins it. For, I mean, is there a more dramatic way to win a team title than what he did in that moment? I mean, mm-hmm. Penn State's just freaky, freaky like that. Yeah, I, you know, and, and Vincenzo wins. You know, it's like, you know, there's there's a couple all uh, national champions last year that, Five minutes after they walked off the mat, they were like, well, they won't repeat. You know, Darian won, and people were like, okay, let's see if he won't be able to do it again. Chenzo won. was like, okay, that was a special tournament. He won't be able to do it again. And then Imar beats him at the th- at the Big Tens. And he lost to Marinelli. He lost to Marinelli. And, and no way he does it again. And he does it again. Yeah. And probably the most lopsided of all his mm-hmm. things, uh, of all his matches with well, he beat him twice. I guess he did pin him the one time. But, well, I said, but, I tweeted, but just complete complete control. I mean, Imar didn't get a takedown. Uh, he didn't get. He wasn't close to scoring at any point. Yeah. So so, <laughs> Chinzo's two for two, with two wins over Imar in the over NCAA finals. Yep. Unbelievable. And he, you know what's interesting is I didn't think about this, but it got brought up on message boards. I didn't think this far ahead. Immediately when the when the tournament's done, you start thinking about next year. And I guess some guys are positing that maybe Ohio State redshirts everybody they can and I makes a run in 2020, which makes sense. 2020. Um I I guess yeah, they they could do that. They could redshirt Miles, they could redshirt uh Pletcher, but that I don't know if Pletcher makes much sense. But they could redshirt. They could redshirt. Why don't you think that makes sense, Micah? Well, because Pletcher will be there for twenty twenty anyway. Right, right. So they could do that. But who? So who? What does that move set up? Like, who does that get in the lineup? Well, I don't know if I don't know if it's so much about getting people in the lineup. It's waiting till Penn State gets guys out. Yeah, it's getting out nickel. It's getting out. Nolf, it's getting out Neville's. Yeah, uh, I would advise. Yeah, I would consider Tom Ryan's done that before. I think that's a smart play. Listen, last smart. last time Ohio State did that, the next year they won NCAs. It's a super smart play. You get those three out. You get you, you get Penn State's guys out. They now, should do it. And now you have Miles, and now you have Mickey. So then they would have next the in twenty twenty the nineteen twenty season, they would probably go, Heinzelman, Pletcher. Keyshawn? Uh, no, they redshirt McKenna. Oh, yes. They redshirt McKenna. So they could go Heinzelman, Pletcher. McKenna, McKenna Keyshawn. Mickey. No. Mickey will be gone. No, they redshirt him. No, Mickey's, Mickey's last year. He's, already redshirt. he's, he's already taking redshirt. a redshirt. Yeah. Okay, so the, yeah, so it was, it's McKenna, not Mickey. Right, okay. So that could be Keyshawn, like Sasso. Then 57 probably be like Maddox or somebody. So Sasso forty nine, Maddox fifty seven. What about Keyshawn? 
Oh yeah, and Keyshawn's in there too. So Sasso in the mix. All right, let's not do this now. But it's a, it's, it's nails, right? I thought. Yeah, it's gonna be really tough. That'd Miles tough still line. in there. Miles in the mix. Colin Moore still in the mix. Maybe Singletary's their heavyweight. I don't know what that means for for Hoffman. But uh, yeah, that could be a fire team. Ethan Smith's there. Caleb Romero's gonna yeah. be a difference maker. Now, I mean, the only thing it does looking at that, looking at it that way, the only thing it that's negative about that is that it kind of messes with the eligibility of Sasso and Kinner and maybe Maddox and Hoffman, but you're going after a national title. Yeah, you're trying to win it. Yeah. You're trying to win it. But it makes sense, right? No, it makes total sense. Mm. Start doing some snooping. (laughs) See what we can figure out, because that would be an interesting wrinkle. Because the the reality is you make that decision because you look at Penn State next year, and they're they're losing. That hurts. That's 23, 24-ish points. Replace him with, we assume, we're clearing. Um, and the big thing is you probably, at least at minimum, get some marginal points out of 25 and 33 this year. Right. They're, theoretically, they're probably going to go Gavin, RBY, 25, 33, right out the gate. So you're going Gavin, RBY, which are question marks, but they're, they're certainly better solutions than what you had. Well, okay, so Penn State returns 117 points. Mm. Next year, they return. I mean, a, that's enough to win it right there. Yeah, they return years. 117 points, and um, Ohio State loses NATO and Bojo and Kyle Snyder, and so it doesn't. They Ohio State could start everybody next year and take second, which would, sure. would probably happen because they lost their three big guns. But they could redshirt everybody, and in 2020, they can make a move when. Penn State loses three big guns. Yeah, they should do that. They should definitely do that. So, um, a, c- a couple of things that we, we were just sitting there watching this tournament, thinking about uh, a lot, just the tournament as a whole. Something's got to be done about these penalty points. Take, and I'm talking about not like uh, unsportsmanlike. That's a point for Stevon Meach. I'm talking. I'm taking a team point away. It was out of control. They were. Do, was you, like do you guys know? You might not even know this because we're in the arena and we hear them call the coaches. Otherwise, we wouldn't pay attention to it. Kent State lost. Kent State, the school of Kyle Connell, got a team point taken away because of the coach went somewhere and hugged Kyle afterwards. The the match is over. Yeah. And and you're getting into this. I mean, they took a point from Nickel for toss. I mean, he spiked and it. Snyder. And Snyder. Yeah. Throwing one t- into the stands for throwing their headgear. Nickel, Nickel, like whips his headgear back to his corner. To his right? corner. He's not hurting anybody. He's not showing anybody up. He's not. There's no danger. Kyle Snyder, last match of the night, throws his headgear in the crowd. That's cool, right? I mean, the tournament's over. Is that unsports? Is referees ask yourself, rules makers? Is that unsportsmanlike? You think it is bad sportsmanship to toss your headgear into the crowd? To, to throw it down. And now we're just... You know what we're talking about here with the headgear? We're talking about velocity. Because after yeah, so many matches... Like after so many matches, they'll t- and they'll toss it to their corner. Okay? So we're literally talking about how hard it's thrown. <laughs> the velocity. velocity. The, difference, the difference between underhand and overhand. That's what... You referees are literally nitpicking the velocity in which the headgear is moving and removing... What was the coach going to say? A team the coach point. Gonna say, what was that penalty for? Uh, 
Headgear. He threw the headgear. What? Uh, too fast? Yep, too fast. Okay, Way too got fast. It. Got it. We had the gun out. They, yep. They're doing V equals S over T. They're just trying to mm -hmm. get that physics back. Yeah. The, the thing that gets me about, like you said, the Connell team point is in any other sport, as soon as the clock strikes zero and the game is over, uh, players and coaches can run out onto the court and can do whatever they want. Uh, after the mat is slapped, the match is over. Yeah. yeah. What? It. The he's going out over. there to hug his kid. He's not yelling at the ref. He's not talking to the other kid. He's hugging his kid. He's had the biggest upset of the tournament. Yeah. But hey, let's take a team point away. A there team were, point? I think there were 14 taken away the whole tournament. No fun league. A, a it's like end zone celebration. Think a, a team point. Something so audacious should have to happen for a team point to to literally take the score that you earned and to say minus one. What other sport even does this? No, none. What literally sport none. takes away points that, that you've earned? Yeah, it's it is patently stupid. You know, if there's no other points, no other uh, maybe sport there could be something. Board. No, I I disagree with it completely. But but maybe it's something where okay, if a coach gets hit three times for something, he's ejected. I don't know something different. You can't remove points. What if what if Penn State lost because of the headgear toss. Because of the velocity of... Because of, we're talking velocity right now. We're literally... And these officials know that these team races come down to a point or two. And you're taking away You points. know, NC State tied. NC State tied for fourth at 80 points. They had two team points taken away. They would have been outright. They would have been Michigan outright. would have been out. So they referees are literally determining trophy order because of something that has nothing to do with the sport or what the athletes, the men in the arena, actually earn. It's them just like whipping out their rule book and, and nitpicking stuff. Just like the clown that waited for Shakur Rishi to put his foot on the oh line to start injury time. Tells the story from start to finish. Start to finish. That dude needs to be investigated. Start to finish. Here's what happened. Shakur Rashid, there's, there's, it's the semis, right? There's a five-minute commercial break between every single match. The referee's talking to Shakur, talking to the corner. Everything's cool. Shakur, who has long hair, puts his headgear on, goes out to the line, foot on the line, injury time, green. They call injury time on Shakur because he didn't have the head thing for his hair. The ref knows full well. He can't say, you can't say, hey, man, you have that thing or it's injury time. Yeah. To the point, Shakur didn't have it. He didn't have his head thing. With him. It wasn't with him. They had to get it from the stands. He had 20 seconds left. Or he would have been DQ. He would have been he would have lost the match. Okay? That that could have cost them the well they lost that match anyways. But uh just the the idea that you would do that. That you wouldn't just be like, "Hey, do do you want to make that call?" Is that what like an official yeah, should be like, doing? What are you you looking to do that? You you really did that. Hey, watch this. Watch watch it. this. I'm gonna get him. What you like being involved that much? You would love to to do it that way. Uh, the fact that his hair is exposed. First of all, it's first of all, stupid. it's not even that long. His hair's it's not even. Not. It's not that long. Askren, his when he beat Herbert, his hair was way longer than. So stupid. So that's what you want to be involved with. That's what officiating is. Just call the match. Meanwhile, Austin DeSanto is attempting to dislocate elbows, and and that's we're cool with this. So think about the and message. The, they think about the message you send. 
I don't. I mean, they didn't take a team point away from Drexel. I think they gave mm-hmm. Mitrich a point for unsportsmanlike during the match. But yes, they did. What does that do? Right. If you're gonna take a team point, that's when you do it. Yeah. Right. So you're worried about hairnets, uh, but d- dislocated elbows. That's. Well, I don't understand what we're. What we're prioritizing, what officials and the rules makers are prioritizing is, is nonsense. I want to talk about the Santo, but also <laughs> another officiating thing. And I thought overall officiating was good. I completely agree. Officiating was good. <clears throat> um, usually there are some egregious calls and there are like game-changing calls. I don't think there was any calls in the tournament. I can't recall anything off the top of my head that I was like, he cost this guy the match. Um, no. But but one, one other thing... The official in the Cullen Moore Connell match, the first one, that dude did not want to call a pin. Nope. That dude was pinned forever. It's yep. pretty funny because he was also the official in the McFadden Marinelli match like this. that literally <laughs> dropped from his feet to call a pin. Same. Like I know. I wonder if it was in his head a little bit. I did. Like I don't want to do this again. I, I honestly, I, I don't think it was anything malicious or like. I just think he was like, man, yeah, I don't know. What, I mean, once my, you my slap th- the mat and blow the whistle, there's nothing you can do. My thought was, my thought was, what was going through his head is, I cannot do this to the number one seed, and that, and that's something that's often discussed is like, you know, they don't want to call. I mean, think about Hendricks, Chirella. Well, I I get it, I get yeah. it, but you want to you don't want to call something fluky, and if you do, you want to be sure. But I think even Colin had, I think even Colin Moore had. Resigned it to the fact that it was over. It was over. He, he wasn't even fighting. He laid there for like ten seconds, not moving, and then he's like, "Okay, they haven't called it yet. I'm gonna try to bridge again." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was pinned. He's like, "Well, shoot. <laughs> Let me give it a shot." <laughs> but the DeSanto thing. Look, the kid lost his mind. He loses it, man. He loses it. Like that's not cool. We, we saw it when Ben was here when we were doing Flow Zone. He did that thing to Chaz Tucker. Not cool at all. And to be honest. With you at that point in time, I'm like Ben was like losing his mind, and I'm like, I didn't say anything, but in the back of my head, I was like, well, okay. One time he got a little frustrated. Then he did it two more times at the NCAA tournament. I mean, they need to have a conversation with this kid. That, oh I mean, yeah, they really need to have a conversation with this kid. Yeah, it, it's, he's gonna yeah. a hurt somebody. It, it, B, it doesn't look cool. I mean, he loses. He lost a lot of well, fans. It goes. Oh yeah, it, and it goes against the ethos of the sport. Mm-hmm. Right, it goes against every. I mean. It's not what wrestling's about, and Darian has that thing. He's like, I shake the hand before the match. I shake the hand after the match, respecting the warrior on the other side, right? Like, uh, you keep it clean, and you respect your opponent. You don't try to, if you're losing in the final three seconds, break the freaking kid's arm. What would have happened if he had done it? I mean, what are you thinking? I mean, and and then he gets up. He totally blew the match in the blood round. Yeah. Against Del Vecchio. Totally blew it. And then it gets done, and he starts pointing at this coach. He's like, man, you're you're displacing your – it ain't their fault. What are you thinking? Yeah, no. But, I mean, I don't know if it's the moment. I don't know if it's Austin himself. Whatever the case is, I mean, he needs to straighten out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, wrestling's a sport of control and controlling your emotions and, and self-control. He has to – he has to – he has to figure that out this offseason. Mm-hmm. You're not going to – Austin's not going to win every match. You have to learn how to hand, handle yourself in in defeat. Yeah. Um, that was disappointing for me, as you know. We love DeSanto's game, and we love, uh, and and you know maybe this is like the the kind of the, 
The guy is super yeah. emotional. But you know, the things I liked is, you know, when he's he in his corner are you kind of yelling at each other and like you know getting each other pumped up and he wrestles at a relentless hard pace and he gets a hundred cautions because he can't hold still like that's the stuff I, I like yeah, I just appreciate right. a guy that just he loves wants to he wants to get out there and fight. be physical compete hard um, be emotional I'm okay with emotional I'm not okay with I'm trying to hurt someone I'm, I'm, I'm blaming dirty. my coaches and I'm not you know a lot of people are the reaction on Twitter and stuff was like. You know, I used to be a fan, and now I'm not a fan, and that's reasonable. But what's not reasonable, I think, is some of the people saying, "Well, he's this, and he's that, and he's dirty." And I'm willing to give him. I'm willing. No, to, no I'm, he's dirty. Yeah, no, no, I no, right. I know I, I, he's I dirty. He's yeah. dirty. But I'm not writing him off as public enemy number one. I'm not no. saying that he can't come back from this and he can't learn and adjust and be like, "Yeah, I messed up." And well, I don't know why, why on earth he wouldn't apologize. I know. That. He should have done a public apology after yeah. that. They should have. Well, at the same time, I'm not saying Drexel should have made him because what's the point of making him? If you make someone apologize, they're not probably sorry. They should have encouraged him. But someone, someone needs to counsel him and be like, listen, man, you're going against what the sport's about. Do yourself a favor. Do this program a favor. And and apologize and and sincerely. your brand of and your brand a favor right like there's a lot of people in Austin DeSanto's corner yeah right I mean they know what he did <laughs> at PIAA state tournament we did a little thing about it and uh, a film about it and it was a really cool story really inspiring story yeah. a lot of people a lot of people showed their son and daughters that and it was really inspiring right and so there's a lot of people in his corner but then he backs it up with that. Unfortunate. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Um, so, yeah. Um, where, where do you want to go next, young Will? Well, why, you, you want to um, you want to talk? Do you want to go weight by weight? Weight by weight? Uh, yeah, we can do that. Spencer. I, mean, I uh, guess. I mean, yeah, we can do briefly. I mean, I think everybody's recaps to this point in time has been, uh, you know, it's thoroughly been recapped. But um, just the... The larger point, Spencer Lee looked amazing. Spencer Lee, after he got his knee brace off, I, I mean, it's night and day. And why did he have it on so long? I he think did not just I, out of precaution. Just out of precaution, because I had talked to his father, and he said that it might, it might, he might be taking it off soon. This was a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago, and so it, I think there was like this mental thing, not mental thing, but like just precaution if it's off, you know. Better safe than sorry type thing situation, but uh, dude, um, you he know was, he was out of control in the beginning of the season. He has close matches with Bresser and a couple guys, and it just his he got up to speed and he got up to speed so quick, and he's dominant. And you look and it's like is anybody? You immediately with Yanni too. You go, you look four years in advance, and you go, is is anybody going to stop Spencer Lee ever? Well. The only, I mean, of the returning field, I would say, I would have said, okay, maybe Suriano at some point, but uh, I believe he's moving up to 133. Yeah, One, he's probably moving up. Two, after seeing what you see, it's tough to say, but uh, I would give Suriano a shot, but NATO's gone. He, Lezak's not going to beat him. Uh, uh, Lezak, you can see something funky happening in like a Big Ten duel or something. I, I, you know what I mean? Like... Maybe. I mean, the the obvious answer is the one guy we've fix. seen is Fix. But, but I, is Fix going to go 25? It, it makes, does, makes no sense. It makes for no Oklahoma sense State. for Dayton but Fix to go 33. It sounds like a po it's a possibility that Dayton would go 
125, even though I think it messes up a lot of messes stuff. Messes up their whole team. I don't know why he would do that. But, but um, you know what? The, uh, you know, Spencer's performance going, and I'll read it aloud, tech, tech, pin, pin, and then 5-1 over Suriano is uh, that was a case for, for OW. I mean, I said it after Spencer won. Spencer Lee OW. Mm-hmm. Then Nickel did his thing. And it's among are, the highest point totals of all time. Uh, in, well, a, in a long time. What was it, 27? Yeah. It's up there. I think I think Zane last year had more. Um, Spencer Lee should have been OW, and it's completely ridiculous that Bo Nickel got it. He had his moment. That's awesome, but he was not the outstanding wrestler of the tournament. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I can see that. I mean, they went with the moment. But yeah, 100% at the same time, the bow did have a lot of points as well. Yeah, how many total did he I mean, he, he had, had like 25. He 24, had. 25. Yeah, that's not too far off. I mean, it's not too far removed from what Spencer did. I, he I scored his opponents like 61 to 4. Spencer? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Spencer had the better tournament. I mean, for and another thing you should consider is, is the true freshman component. I think that is worth rewarding, uh, but I'm not gonna fault the Bo Nickel. My vote, my vote would have went to Spencer, unquestionably. Mine too. But if if you give it to Bo, it's like, dude, he did. I mean, in, he, in the most he won high the team title, he won them the team title in the most high pressure situation from his back with a with a with a move that was so outstanding against another national against champion. A, a, he pinned an NCAA champion to win his team. That, I mean. Yeah, who's gonna? I'm just not gonna stand up and say that's egregious, right? Yeah, yeah. Nope. I get, I get upset with OWs a lot of times. A lot like, of times, uh, it's stupid. Super Thirty Two and Iron Man. I get, it. I'm like, that's stupid. But this one, I think I would have went Spencer, but I'm not like all bent out of shape. About Bo it. had, Bo had 23 points, which is the same amount that Spencer had going into the finals, and he had three decisions. Yeah, Spencer should be an OW. He First wasn't. Do- no one. It's not a dominant thing. It's it's um. When he had to raise his level to the highest point, I mean, there were, yeah, just the points Spencer's scored aren't as impactful as, as Bo's were. I think, you know, yeah, no, no one's gonna argue he was more dominant. He wasn't. He wasn't as dominant as Spencer, but he got OW. I, I thought takeaways here. I mean, Ethan Lezak tar- torching the backside, except for. His, uh, and he had a really good match with NATO. NATO. Every I mean, time NATO, he got closer and closer this year. Yeah, I mean that. Th- really, Lezak was one of the biggest surprises for me, which is crazy because he was second a year ago. But you know, he lost in round two to Bresser. The, uh, so I, when he lost in round two to Bresser, I was like, mm, I don't know if he's going to come back. And he came mm-hmm. back. He he technic pitching any. Let's um. I don't know if you want to get into it or this is like a next show. Maybe maybe Thursday we go all in on like. What's it mean for next year? But Lezak might move up, right? Well, you you would figure. I mean, his uh, Mitch's brother Pat McKee. My thought is next year it's going to be Pat, then Ethan, then, then Mitchell, Mitchell McKee, because Thorn's what, gone. That's what makes the most sense. And Thorn's I think not gone. Thorn's back. Thorn is back. McKee you should, redshirt. You Mitch, can redshirt Mitch. Mitch should redshirt. Patrick should not redshirt. They should start him. Pat's the ready. Game. Yeah. Pat's ready. In my opinion, they should go Patrick I don't think, McKee at the gate. I'm not saying Pat's going to bang Please. bang with Spencer Lee, but he's ready to wrestle D1. And Blize is coming back. So they already they still have their 49. So Thorne Blize, I don't know if they do at 57, but Mitch can redshirt. Hunter Marco maybe goes up. I know he's probably a 41. 
He kind of yeah, went up before. I don't, see him I don't know who they. I don't know who it would be for them. Anyway, they go Braden out the gate. We're true. Yeah, we're digging into Minnesota's lineup. Go for talk. Um, Seth Gross, one thirty-three. Oh, Tariq geez. Wilson was a story. Tariq Wilson was Tar- man. There, there, there are a couple guys that are just like Tariqland, Tariqland, Ohio. He was an electric factory, start to finish. He he takes out. Oh my God, Cade Brock was doing a really re- weird, crazy thing. Now, Cade Brock had teched him earlier in the year, earlier in the year, and Tariq. I mean, just it was a combination of Tariq being really good and Cade doing some silly things, but ultimately, yeah, but destroyed him. But also remember, he beat he beat John Ernesty eight three in round one. Mm-hmm. Okay, then seven one over over Rico Montoya, and then he majors Brock, who they they just went Greco for like five minutes, five ish minutes, and. Tariq was just coming out on top. I mean, it's it's crazy. Um, and the, then he the, pushes the, Gross to the brink. He had, he kind of had it. I'm not gonna say he blew it because that's silly. But man, he kind of had it. He kind of had it. And he had the single in in sudden victory, and he didn't come up to his feet with it for the very first time. He tried to finish on the mat, and that's the one mistake you can't make with Seth. And I, I was, I really thought after Seth struggled like that with Tariq, I'm like. Stefano, Stefan's gonna beat him. What a right? we- I mean, in my opinion, that was a really weird match. Uh, the finals, because Michich like darn near had a takedown, and then he did. They gotta figure out that position too, because I definitely saw a guy guys with doubles set on the hip, and the guy locked over the crotch, yeah. and they would call two. And then I saw yeah. it there, and that one they didn't call it. How was that? I mean, I, I, th- I don't know the rule. Specifically, and I'm see, I've seen it called two different ways to not really know what the I, actual right call. I can call see is. that call too. I thought it was two. Um, I'm okay with it not M- being two. Meech just doesn't get that takedown, and then Seth goes two and turn, and just like that, it's six zero, and it changed the whole match. And Meech was getting to his shots, man. Meech was getting to his shots. But Gross, he ultimately won by five. Mm-hmm. And you know, you could say it was not that close, or it was that close. I don't know. Ah. Yeah, it, it was an outstanding. outstanding he certainly by him. deserved to win. I'm just yeah, saying he's the best was, guy all year. It was just a, no doubt that that four point turn really changed. And the same thing, and that's how he beat Tariq. He got a four. Uh, he tilted him for four as well. What a tournament for NC State! It was oh, like the, it was fire. A little uneven, but they had guys like Tariq and Machiavello go first and third. But then they had like Jack. Well, Jack, Jack came placed. back. Jack came back. Jack did fine. Um, Fawz, but Jack got lost early and Fawz DNP'd. 141, Yanni did the dang thing in a loaded, loaded weight class. Christian tweeted um, those that are making comparisons to Yanni and Dake. Um, Yanni did it in a much tougher weight class. With one less loss. Maybe. T- I, think it, I think Dake lost two. He, he lost to Bailey. And Lister. Uh, no. Um. It's freshman year, he had a loss to Reese, I'm pretty sure. Reese, yes. Reese, Reese and, and Zach Bailey. Bailey from Oklahoma. Yes. Um, well, he won a better weight. He had fewer losses. I mean, this weight was was ridiculous. And Yanni is he's one of those gamers, man. You talk about Bo Nickel being a gamer and some of these guys rising to the occasion and when it's on the line. Yanni, you see him do it time and time again. He did it three times. Uh, he, Dean had him on the ropes. Uh, then what was a semi? Semi was overtime uh, with Ironman. And then, I don't know, there was a, about 30 seconds left, and Meredith has the lead, and Yanni makes something happen. Yep. And 
as uh, interesting as anything was that he got away in the third period. Bryce yeah. gets that takedown. You're like, uh-oh. I mean, he, Yanni took neutral. Yanni took neutral. Yanni got ridden out at Vegas. And um, he kind of like th- kind of reached for the far ankle. And I think Bryce was like, I'm not going to get in this scramble. Just kind of like, it's almost like he cut him. <clears throat> Bryce gets in deep on his own shot. And it was Yanni's position hey. where he's so, so dangerous. At NCAAs, when it's down to brass tacks, people were taking their best position when they had choice. Yep. I mean, people were taking the smartest position. Soriano went neutral. A lot of people M- went Nietzsche neutral. Went a lot neutral. of people. I mean, uh, uh, I saw people take top. You do. You go your best position. Yeah. Right. Why, why you don't do that all year? Why you don't do it all year in a sport in a situation where I get it. I get the people that are saying. Uh, you know, you got to practice sometimes. Yeah, you practice in the, but you practice in the room. What I don't get is taking it in a match situation in a sport that every win counts to your seed. Yeah, sort of. Sort uh, of. <laughs> so, and how about we should mention Nick Lee? He gets hit with the. Um, Whatever, whatever you call the chin and arm position, I call it a chin and arm. Spook cow catcher, deal pins him mm-hmm. immediately, and you're like, uh oh, trouble. Uh-oh, and Albert. then Nick, Nick Lee just completely composed. He goes seven three five zero thirteen five thirteen six to place twelve four over Sedarian Perry. Then he loses to Ironman. Then he beats Kevin Jack for fifth nine seven in one of the best matches of the tournament. That was a great match. Oh, that was a great match. And, and it's like, man, this kid is, he's unreal. He's unreal. And, and to dig deep like that. And True freshman. I mean, his, his his offense is so good. So good. Yeah, very composed for for a true freshman. And obviously, great decision by them to, to wrestle him this year. They knew what Zane they had. Zane does it again at 49. Um, I'm kind of, this is going to sound weird. As awesome as Zane is, I'm kind of glad he's gone we haven't been was, able to we haven't been able to talk about 149 for three years i mean you it's might, been pointless you might have listened to our previews show on frl when we get to 49 and we go okay 149 zane next topic i mean it's for, ev- conclusion. for every duel tournament yeah preview everything it's just been like why are we even talking about there's this? no need to talk about this so now we can at least talk about it um so, uh, so in our dark horses Articles and stu- stuff like that. You don't that. even put one in for 149. Well, I put in uh, for Dark Horse to oh, make yeah, the yeah, semis yeah. or finals. I put Kolodzik, um, and that bracket did play out that way. But the real Dark Horse, Ronnie, the real run was Ronnie Perry. Ronnie Perry, the most improbable run. This wasn't a bracket falling apart situation. He destroyed he made the bracket fall apart. So he beats Jared. Uh, excuse me. He beats Skyler. Okay. Then he goes 3-2 over Sorensen, okay? And you're like, okay, he snaked him. That's it, though. He's going yep. to lose to Sertzis. Nope. Beats him 7-4, three takedowns. Yep. Then it's like, okay, yeah, but Kolodzik. Nope. Beats him 5-3. Yep. And then, and then he gave Zane, Zane he gave a Zane go. A real run. He totally had that takedown. Yeah, a lot of people think that. That was another thing that bothered me is... You have a call that close to the NCAA finals, and you won't go take a look at it. Yourself. A lot of people were upset with that. Oh yeah, why? What was up with that? Take t- just take a look, guys. That that's just take your time. It's NCAA finals. Hard headed and and then like, Ronnie Perry takes bottom with gusto, just like and gets and he out. He gets out. He got out. Like that was that was bad. <laughs> he got out. 
That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, that's that's. That, that also speaks to how dominant Zayn is. That we're like, yeah, that guy got out. He got like, away. He, he got, he got an escape. <laughs> and the thing too was when, you know, it's a combo thing. It's like Ronnie Perry beat Sorensen, and you're like, well. Maybe Sorensen's down. Maybe he's off, and maybe it was a fluke. Yeah, no. And then, and then Perry goes on and takes Sertzis down three times. Nobody takes Sertzis down three times. And then Sorensen like torches people on the backside. And you're like, oh no, Sorensen is absolutely fine. Kladzik was on fire. Kladzik beat him. He beat Leith, Sorensen, Heilman, and Oliver. That's like the three, the two, the four, and the six. Two, three, four, six. And that's. He lost to Perry. He got taken down right there at the end of regulation. Yeah. Like Ten seconds left. Man. 57. Nolf. I didn't think Nolf was 100%, but a 70% Jason Nolf is pretty dang tough. I mean, he teched Michael Jordan in the semis. <laughs> he, he was never challenged. I mean, his Kemmer match, not a thing. What was the closest match? Uh, 6-2 in the finals and 6-2 with Kemmer. I Wasn't thought he looked one? better every match. No, Crone. Mm-hmm. I thought Crone was a little. Crone was six one. Crone was six one. Yeah, Crone's Crone's a, a, a interesting style. Mm-hmm. That was a little concerning. But I wish he wasn't a senior, Crone. Yeah. Hey, so, real, real quick. Also, Zane ninety three point five career points. Oh my! NCAA. How does that stack up? Very high. Oh, it's high. I don't. Groundbreaking know. analysis. I don't know. What's Top, Kale's? Kale's over 100. Oh, um, my gosh. Whoa, wonder what David... I bet David Taylor has more than Zane. David Taylor's at, like, 98. That's it? That's it? Was... That's, like, 20... Well, I mean... Yeah. It's, like, 24 or 25 every time. Considering he didn't get eight points because he yeah, lost twice yeah. in the finals. Yeah. Was Kale's... Was... Because somebody was tweeting... or. Somebody was talking about Spencer Lee's all time and what's the most in a single season. And somebody said that a guy pinned his way all the way through, but I don't know. But um, was Kale's scoring system the same as these guys? I believe so, and if not, it was close enough that it's it, it like you can you can compare Kale and Spencer. You can't compare Spencer and somebody from the seventies. Yojiro Yutaki. Yeah, yeah. That's the name I I was thinking of too. So, um, Hidley. As advertised, I mean, kid's really good. Burger took third. We, we talked, uh, I mean, we talked all year about, it was funny because we, we said several times on this show, it's like, man, what's wrong with Burger? Burger lost it. Burger lost his edge. Burger lost, he, he ain't the same guy. And then the brackets came out and everybody was like, hey, Burger can make a run here. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he got a forfeit to um, Kemmer. I think injury it was default. Injury default. It was a 1-0 match in like the second or early first or, or late first. Speaking of Tyler um, Burger. But, but a heck of a tournament by him. Yeah, he did good. Finally, I mean, he was—he didn't have a good moment no. all year, basically. Speaking of Burger, what are you talking about? Speaking of Burger, you haven't published the results of uh, fantasy. You tell you only talked about it every oh, day yeah. for six yeah, why months. Didn't My fantasy finish, team. Why didn't you finish yeah. the scores? Uh, there's, they're almost completely done. Almost why wasn't almost. it done right away? Yeah. I don't understand. Unbelievable. This. Why wasn't it done right yeah, away? Because you didn't win. You're a fraudulent. Yeah, that's why. Because I didn't win. I, it no is man why. won. <laughs> I, I mean, we all know who won, right? I want to so see why how close it was. It. I want to see where I finished. You finished third. Okay. I, but any any I other questions? No, I don't believe you until you finish the scores. Yep. The only thing, the only scores for fantasy that have to be finished is the finals. Okay, we'll put them in. Okay. 
I just want to say, please and thank you. My team last year, we got a trophy. We came back. We got in the lab, put a team together in a wow, program and like culture, and we won the dang thing. We're coming you know, back to win next year. You know who won it for you? Tyler Berger. Well, Machiavelli. Well, yeah, Machiavelli. I was going to say, <clears throat> Machiavelli won it for you. Twenty points, maybe twenty-four. Um, no, no, de- just straight decisions the whole way for Mach. I think it was twenty-four. I'll okay. tell you what, Hayden, for a finalist, Hayden had a low score. Yeah, he had one major in all decisions. Yeah. No, he had two majors. That's pretty good. Major good. 165, Vincenzo Joseph did it. Evan Wick looked great. I mean, Logan Massa didn't play. Logan Massa went two and two. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew that was a – that was uh, – because who did he hit in the in the wrestlebacks? Where is it? Hold on. I'm trying to find Rogers here shortly. Or Massa. Massa? Yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. he lose to Chandler Rogers? Because – No. Yeah, he lost Mass yes. lost to Chandler, Chandler Rogers Rod- in the backside. Correct. Yeah. Sudden victory. And that was because Rogers lost to John Virouette. <laughs> yes. Random. Yeah. So, um Rogers hey, how about, won like five matches in a row just to play. I'll tell you what, Chance did the dang thing too. I mean, he was he was working Wick pretty good when he got uh, that's what Evan Wick took top on Chance and cradled him yeah. and pinned Chance him. Chance beat Richie Lewis, Chandler Rogers, and David McFadden. Three matches in a row. Yeah. Oh my That's gosh. insane. And then was beating Wick, like you said, in the second period. He was beating Wick. I mean, maybe like two takedowns to zero. Yeah, two it takedowns was. It was to four zero. One. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chance, Chance is doing win. it, man. Um, but a terrific performance by Wick, terrific performance by Marsteller. Um, McFadden split on Marinelli. Marinelli, I mean, I ain't throwing shade. This is just an insane stat. I'm pretty sure he's six and six in his last twelve matches. Hmm. That is insane. He pretty was, rough last twelve though. He was huh? pretty rough last twelve though. Oh, absolutely. The guys he beat were Yeah. But I mean, before before his last twelve, he never lost a match. Right. He uh he just bought him against Seven Wick. No. Yeah, he did. He didn't he didn't No, he chose bottom in the second period and went to his top in the third. Oh sugar. <laughs> And he got uh, cradled twice for like eight he, points, and it was like a one-point match or maybe tied. He got the first takedown, I'm pretty yeah. sure. What was the score with that f- really quick pin? What was the score when he was beating McFadden, right? If not, it was one or two. It was very The thing close. about that pin, I don't know if that was even near fall. I like, know. I mean, it was near fall criteria, but like, was there even a two-count possible there? No, I don't think so. I mean, you may, that guy, don't Gramby with that ref. Yeah, Gramby will Touch fall. Touch fall. So, Chinzo, I mean, and it was interesting because, you know, he went 3-1 with Ashworth, 4-2 sudden victory with Isaiah oh White. God. That was a crazy match. Then he really wasn't tested as much with McFadden, but still 3-1. And then no, I don't know. It, it seemed like, I don't know if it's a lack of adjustments from Imar or something else. But, I mean, Chinzo's just, it's a good matchup for him, I guess. I mean, I mean, the whole, that whole match boiled down to two sequences, right? The one, the inside trip on the thing, and five seconds later, with a quick tilt. Yes. That was the whole, that was, the, that was the whole match. That was the weird But Imar really didn't sniff a takedown. No. No, and when, when Chinzo can just sit back and just, I mean, once you're up 4-0, it's, it's going to be really tough. That guy is so... Dang hard to score, and he's really powerful. Um, what a, what an incredible wrestler! 
He's amazing. Um, I'll tell you what. Zahid beats Mark Hall, and, and Mark didn't sniff a takedown. Um, Zahid pretty much controlled the whole match. He did control the whole match. That scramble was all time. Yeah, it was it was crazy. I th- This was probably the thing I was most wrong about was Hall over Zahid. And maybe not. Maybe for the right reasons. I, I just thought Mark Hall is going to find a way to get it done just because that's what he does. But Zahid Valencia is just that much. He was that much better that night. Well, I, you know, it had me second-guessing. Um, when he pinned Lewis? Nope, not that. I wasn't even surprised by oh, that. Oh, the Amin match. Amin testing. Um, Amin got the first two takedowns on Zahid. Yes. Correct. And I was like, oh, goodness, Mark's going to beat him. <laughs> Mark, mm-hmm. I beat him in the finals. And then, nope. Nope. Zahid was all over him. Zahid had a great game plan, too. What was it? He didn't. He never got in a position where Mark could counter him. Like, everything was very... Fish, quick finish. Right. Or, like, one, two. Like, he didn't let anything get extended, right? Like, the longer you let Mark hang around, the longer the more likely it is he's going to score. Because he's such a good counter wrestler. But at the same time, he's so heavy on counters that when he gets down like that against a guy with Zahid's quality, right? Against other guys he can come back. But against Zahid, it's harder for him to come back. Yeah, Mark Mark wasn't close to a takedown. Um, <laughs> Amina is the truth. I mean, that guy was third and fourth as a freshman and sophomore. Yeah, and he made huge improvement. We talked about that, or I mentioned that earlier. Yeah, he's going to be, uh, if he continues to improve, he could be in title contention next year, no question about it. 84, we know the story with Bo and Miles. Um, if you didn't know this Shit already. Placed. Uh, it, there's a lot of stories here in 84. Obviously, the title came down to the finals, but Emery Parker lost first round, came back, and took third. The only guy this year to do that. The only guy to do that this year. Last year, there was none. Um, two years ago, I think there was one. Uh, Taylor Venz, man. What a tournament he had. He takes fourth to Parker. He beat Parker in the backside of Big Tens a couple weeks ago. Um, Taylor Venn scored the most match points in the tournament. Taylor Venn scored 84 or 83 points. Like, not team points, obviously, but match points. The next highest was like 75. And then after that was like 71. So he... Far surpassed. You know, Miles Martin scored 24 points in a match? (laughs) (laughs) His first match was 24 to 9. So, Emery Parker's backside. He loses to Chip Ness, and he beats Polson, then 8 seed Drew Foster, then 16 Ellingwood, then number 3 seed Ryan Price, then Ness, who beat him earlier, then number 5 Abinator, then uh, number 7 Vince. Oh, my goodness. That was not easy. Um... All right, 197, Mike Machiavello. Oh, my God. This dude started wrestling like eighth or ninth grade. In North Carolina, so you know he had really high-quality coaches. North Carolina, one-time state champ, I believe. Um, wrestled 184 last year, didn't place. This year goes up to 197, wins a whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, and it corroborates what we've said about moving up into this. Wait, I mean, look at what look at what it did for Brett Farr a couple of years ago. The, the last couple of years, bumping up into the 97 is a smart thing to do. Machiavello does it. He beats um, Rashid in a really tight one where Rashid was up. Then he pins Connell. And then the hot match, you know, he was 0-2 against hot. And it, the final sequence was weird. I thought it was strange how easy he ran behind, but 
he sure enough did and won it and able to get NC State on the podium for the first time. There was a couple matches. I mean, we don't root for anybody, right? But there's a couple matches like um, sentimental. You know, you want guys to win for sentimental reasons. There was a couple matches that you were like, man – Really don't want either one of these guys. Like, like Yanni Meredith was like, oh yeah, man, I don't want to see either one of these guys lose. And I think '97 was the same way. My son's very concerned about Bryce Meredith. He wanted Yanni to win, <laughs> but he's like, he really wants Bryce Meredith to wrestle freestyle now. Yeah, he's like, well, maybe he'll wrestle freestyle, he, so it won't be over. He's getting in the cage. He's 130, getting in the cage. One thirty-five. One thirty-five. He is. Oh yeah. Nice. He is pretty though. I don't want to get him to get busted up. He got busted up this weekend. Yeah, yeah, he had that rap bleeding on. The, his face. I thought was, that was cool. He had two sets of stitches. Dang. On top of his head and then on his eye. What a how about how? How about how freaking good he is in front of the camera? I mean, good kid says the right things. Humble. I mean, he's awesome. He's, he's awesome. He kid, also man. went second. Fourth, second, and Willie was—he was like fifteenth coming out as like in, in his weight class. Yeah, I mean, well, a couple of years ago, I wrote an article like better in college than they were in high school. Like a guy like Gabe Dean, Bryce for sure. You know, Bryce is one of those guys. I mean, Bryce did well at NHSEA place or in this and that, and he was known right. Like a Lavalley was known, but those guys were ranked like fourteen to twenty, not. Not two four two material, right? right. Lavalle not a NCAA finalist material. Machiavello. Machiavello. I mean, he placed one. He placed once or twice at Flow Nationals, but like low, like seventh or something like that, right? I mean, you know, he doesn't have NCAA champ written on him, so maybe that's a project to do too for this year. Um, Kyle Snyder. Kyle won. Snyder. The last match of Kyle Snyder's career. Look, Kyle Snyder and. Zane Rutherford, tough to see those guys go. Yep, but it opens up a uh, heavyweight next year. Oh my Coon's goodness. gone. Snyder's I, gone. I don't know what your plans are for next show. I would like to just do all next year. What's left? When? What are we looking at for 2019 in Pittsburgh? Uh, and Sam Stoll is your number one ranked heavyweight. Uh. Well, yeah. He's yes. your highest returning placer. Yes. Yeah. Sam's your highest returning placer. Matter of fact, is Hamida back? Yep, definitely. He back. is? Definitely. Hamida's back. 100%. All right, so then there's three. What about Desi? No. No. Des- Desi's gone. Back Somebody to tried to say he got back a to medical. Canada with you, Desi. Somebody <laughs> tried to say he got a medical. Oh, yeah. You could be right about that. Somebody cho- told me God. that. I don't what? Not back to Canada. He's back. Back in the mix. So he's he's back? Okay, so then Desi's ranked number one. Oh. Well, we'll have to figure it out. And you told me wrong. Another one. I'm pretty sure it was you. Bresser's back, correct? Bresser is back. Wow. Junior. Another deep one. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was gone. Guys, uh, let's go to some questions. Questiones. Um, okay, let's do that. I had a I had a I had a point that was gonna be awesome, but now I don't know what it was. It's over. Okay, who will be changing weights for next season? Well, I don't know. That's for next sure. show. That's next show. But I said Soriano. I think Soriano. Who has the best chance to be a four timer? Yanni, Spencer, or Chinzo? Chinzo's won it twice. Therefore, 
Kind of him. <clears throat> kind of him, but that weight is. That's a mosh pit. It's not. I mean, Imar leaves, but you still got that mosh pit. I mean, you got Wick. You got Chance. You got Bull, you know. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. That's really tough. I mean, Yanni's going to move up to 49. Eventually. You don't think he's moving up next year? I was standing there with the coach, and they were talking to me like, I don't think he's. Is that right? Yeah. I thought the plan the whole time was for him to move up. Because Vito's going to go 33. Well, Vito's going to go 33? Vito could have, like. Okay. I heard Vito could go 25. Yeah. Really? Okay, that's news he to me. I thought the plan was I thought the plan was Vito forty one, Yanni forty nine. But if if Yanni's staying at forty one, that's two. <laughs> I mean, I I'm picking him again. I think Yanni would have a better I mean, if chance you, at forty nine, who's beating him at forty nine? I yeah. haven't really thought about it. I it's probably a weaker weight. I can't call it. I can't call it. I mean Well here's the thing, Ronnie Spencer Perry just got second in that way. If Spencer goes I mean if no disrespect to anybody, but no disrespect. If 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 Dayton goes thirty three, and Seriana goes up, it's game over. Who's beat? Who's who's holding Spencer to a decision? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Ronnie Bresser. Bresser. Apparently, Ronnie Bresser. Oh, I know what I was gonna say because you mentioned Pittsburgh. <clears throat> we gotta talk about Cleveland, the land, because I've never been. To Cleveland, I've been to Akron. That's the closest. The people of Cleveland are awesome. All in on the people of Cleveland. Nick Velikat once said, "These are the greatest people in the world." He's an- until they left Cleveland, it was really weird. He was like, "Yeah," but then they leave, and then they're the worst. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what he said. Uh, he doesn't. That, he makes no sense. I don't the know. people okay. of Cleveland are awesome. <laughs> I, the The setup was awesome. Except Q not our was setup. awesome. Q was great. Except not our setup because awesome. we let Bader get the hotel. You guys saw on social media that was a disaster. Yeah. We lived in a mur- – we call it murder hotel. We call it murder hotel because – so we got to really – we stay in bad places. It's kind of our thing. No, this shouldn't be our thing. <laughs> I kind of like it. No, I thing. don't like it. We have these hilarious stories every single time. One time they thought we were in jail. Story. I want to live. We lived. And that's the yeah. thing. We always live. The, there was one murder a couple of years ago. So I was Googling our place just for <laughs> not looking for if anyone had been murdered there. For, so I was just like trying to find where it was to send someone the address. Yeah. And the number one Google mention was that someone was murdered there on the seventh floor. Yeah. So we were like kind of like, kind of be cool if we were on the seventh floor. Missed it by one, eighth floor. The spirit, though, the spirit of the murdered man came into our pipes and made it so that the water would randomly scald you. And I like a hot shower. Well, you know, you look up a thing about a hotel, and it's like, oh, somebody was killed there. And you you think to yourself, okay, a, it ra- was a random, a random event, a random it event, was a drug deal, somebody, right? It was right. a drug deal. It's like, okay, but we get there, yeah, absolutely, somebody was murdered. There. I mean, I'm sure there was multiple people murdered where at we where we were. At. There were probably bodies in that hotel. We it was it was a disgusting piece of crap. It was really, it was horrible. It was and really bad. <laughs> Um, they sold Bitcoin there, though. Somehow you could <laughs> somehow you could buy Bitcoin. I it was swear the you could get a Bitcoin there. They had a Bitcoin machine dispenser. ATM. They said ATM. A Bitcoin ATM. You could buy this one place, Bitcoin for ten thousand. This place didn't have working water barely. Mm-mm. And Mm-mm. The they TV had a fish di- tank. They had a fish tank on cinder blocks. <laughs> the, the 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 fish tank was the color. Can we? Sh- 
Kai, can we get a shot of the Flow Wrestling Radio? That was the color of the water right in there. It was bad. It was really a disgusting, <laughs> disgusting place. The guy, how about the worker there? This is the one worker of Cleveland I did not endorse. Um, it, it happened to everyone. It happened to Kyle. So, you know, classic room key hijinks. It happens. It stops working. Are you lose? Are you leaving your room? Yeah, was, eh, you have to get a new key. Yeah. You go there. You stand there at the thing. And the dude is just literally, there's no way he does not see us. Yeah. It is impossible. It is like you to me, and maybe he's just like this much lower. Okay? And he's looking at something on his phone. He will not look at you until you say something to him. At which point, he does not communicate back. He just asks, or maybe he'll ask what room number. And that's it. He makes a room key. And it looked like everything was wrong with it. It looked like... It's something from East Berlin. He also didn't ask you to like verify your oh yeah identification. Listen, to, like, if you need a free night stay, if you need a free night stay in Cleveland, and you don't mind roughing it a little bit, maybe you have experience yeah, just camping. Go to University Hotel on Euclid. Say you're in room eight twelve. Any any you're in. any room number. You go in there. You say my key doesn't work. What room are you? Eight fifteen. Here you got a free room. Here, can I have three keys? Sure, no problem. I mean they they're just giving them out like candy. Uh, what does which is probably why people get murdered. The there. sign in the front said "hospital rate." What does that mean? It, <laughs> so Mike Mouse. This was said, a halfway house. Guys. Mike Mouse said it meant like if you have like a loved one at the Cleveland Clinic. The, yeah, in like the hospital, they'll give you a special rate. Ooh. Yeah, that would be. It's bad enough you have someone in the hospital. If you had to stay there, that's not good. Kai, I even looked up. I I did the same even thing. If it as just Christian, cost you half a bitcoin. I tried to look up. It. I tried to look up. Uh, the address and reviews came up afterwards. And the first review that came up was like, man, that place sucks. I only had $63 to my name. And they were like, no, we can't let you, we can't <laughs> let you stay here. Uh, who, who says you can't give me the extra $12? Just count that. This dude wants to barter for the room. That's not how, that's not how hotels work, but that, mm -hmm. that speaks to the clientele. Yeah. I love that that guy thought he's like, you know what? This is an injustice. I'm going to Yelp. <laughs> Yelp needs to know about this. Um, I had another thing, but more questions. We, we can't. Oh, so Cleveland itself. Would you endorse it going back there? I would endorse Cleveland. I would also endorse climate change. It was very, very cold. I'm not. I'll I'm, tell you what, though. I've never <laughs> seen like restaurants and bars that close to the that. Room. It was great. Yeah. Lovely. That is. That's the best part about to me is can you get out of the arena and immediately go get some dinner? Go get a beer. Go shopping in between sessions, or do whatever you need to do. But have something. I mean, to there do. were places two minute walk. Like everything was within five minutes. Yeah, Jimmy right John's. City I would like Tap it back. Was excellent. Just as long as we ain't at that hotel. Let's get some more questions. Yeah, we'll see someplace nice next. I time. heard that. I heard that the roads in Pittsburgh are insane. We like hey, it's hard to navigate. We're going. Listen, we're gonna figure out. Get hotels right now. Rock height. We're gonna hit you up because you know where to stay in every city, <laughs> and you're gonna give us the recommendations. We're and gonna we won't book, get tunneled. We're gonna get. We won't get tunneled. Every time I go to Vegas, I have a fifty dollar cab ride because I have sucker written on my forehead, and they take advantage of me. And Brock height laughs. We at have me. to get hotels now. We're gonna get them now. Any uh, any of the we're be uh, walking distance. Let's get some more questions. More questions. Wrestling gods give each of you, including the couch, the ability to change one rule. What do you change? What do I change? Uh, I change the edge uh, stalling rules to straight uh, stall warning or straight point or something. Um, yeah, just an auto automatic stall when you when you step out instead of the 
nebulous thing we're left with right now where they don't know how to call it. There were some bad action called modes. There were some that were like the exact reason you have the edge rule that they just, they just not, did not want to call it. Yep. That would be mine. I don't know if you guys have a, I took the best uh, no one. No more team, or team points. Great one. Yep. Also, you don't coaches don't have to stay in that little like small little box. Give as me long as you're not out in the mat like during the action, let them yeah. be. Free the coaches. Uh, Nomad? Yeah, no, I'm with just mainly team points. This is outlandish. Get over yourselves. I would change something with the seating, maybe. I would probably change. I would either the edge rules or riding time rules. I'm cool with riding time. Also, hey, danger zone though. Hey, excellent. Two thumbs way excellent up. Excellent job. Yeah, that was except when they except when they forget about it and don't start counting. Sometimes they forget. That was few and far between, though. Uh, it was very rare. <clears throat> but it's huge, though. Sure, but it would happen like three times in a 14,000 match season. 2019 Well, when it happens in quarters and semis, it's a problem. Yeah. 2019 NCAA tickets were sold out in one day again. Why must they choose the cold city on earth? What's wrong with the South? It seems like fans will travel anywhere. I endorse Atlanta. I think it should be in Atlanta. I think that would be great. Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas, Hot baby. Atlanta, yeah. Oh, thirty six. I wonder if the Irwin Center is big enough. I don't know what that is. I know. Capacity wise, it is. Um, We're talking. What's the Irwin about, Center? Like, floor size. Yeah, I would. Because it was pretty tight in there. You ain't never been in the Irwin Center, no man. What'd you go there for? The Bee Gees concert? Yes, <laughs> precisely. <laughs> <laughs> he would go to something oh like crazy like that. Um, would NATO's chances to become an individual champion this year been significantly better at one thirty three? Absolutely not. He beat. I don't know if you know this. He beat the NCAA champion this year. I. It's a bad matchup with Seth Gross. And he took third. Um, Plus third. one match. No. Um. Are you more surprised about Kyle Connell's third place finish or Dean Heil not placing? Kyle Connell's. Kyle Connell for sure. Right. Listen, Dean. In a, we that said was as a, much. That was a loaded weight class. Dean came in as the sixth seed. He had Yanni in his quarter. He had Yanni in a quarter, and he would have AA'd if he didn't get mixed. He got mixed. No, he wrestled good. He wrestled good. He, he got mixed in the first period, like a minute into the match. Just it's one of the things that Overall, I mean, I, I was going to save it till next show to talk about Okie State. And the sky is falling. I mean, there's people on message boards like, is John Smith's job safe? Like, listen, guys, listen. They challenged for a team title. They were like runners up a year or two ago. They had two eight All Americans in champ they, last year. They had, they had eight All Americans last year. This year, they had four All Americans. Uh, I left. I left the uh, Cleveland airport. I was going going through check in. Weigel's on crutches. I mean, he isn't right. Yeah. Right? I mean, you can't really blame him for Weigel. His knee was destroyed before that. Um, Dean lost in a blood round. I mean, they had a lot of circumstances. Pitch lost in a blood round to a returning NCAA runner up. I mean, should they have done better? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah uh, pitch, sky pitch, is falling. No. Pitch lost to the. To an NCAA champion and NCAA finals to not play. I think their point is the entire season, John was beside himself and upset, and that never the team never got it going. No, they never got it going. That is they, true. They did never get it going. But and look maybe at it was the, just a bad season. But look at the look at the, but look at their circumstances. Look at the circumstances of their draws. Pitch loses to, um, Spencer and Lezak. Spencer and Lezak. Uh, Derek White gets freaking. Kyle Snyder, and then loses to Mike Hughes. I mean, 
they weren't getting blown out of the water. Weigel was hurt. Moore was never a solution. Um, Jacoby Smith plays. Good for him. Chandler Rogers plays. Good for him. They didn't have Joe Smith this year. Boo Llewellyn Dean loses plays. to the champ, and then, you know, he gets mixed. Yeah. No. If it was a if it was a continuous trend, like Oklahoma State was like kind of steadily getting to this point, it's like, all right, red flags. Yeah. But it's a one-off year. They've got Dayton, Caden Gefeller coming in. Oh, yeah, right, Joe that's Smith, what I want to say. Red-shirted. Joe Smith. We'll talk about it next show, but they are – they're certainly a trophy-contending team next year. I think they're probably – I think they're maybe the only team with a chance to challenge Penn State. I mean, maybe you could say Iowa because if I was like now a bonus point juggernaut, they've got Jacob Warner and Max Mirren coming in and Pat Lugo replacing Sorensen. That's pretty solid. I, I don't see that, but – who knows? I mean, yeah. the Hawkeye. I can't wait for the, and We have to. I think we do have to talk about the Hawkeyes for at least a oh little bit. Oh, my goodness. They were. They balled out. They were on fire. This was. I've said this. I said it a couple of times this year. Iowa has not put together NCAAs they in ha- years. They haven't. It had been since like 2010, maybe. Relative to expectations. Relative this to year, expectations. This year, they overperformed their expectations. Even even Kemmerer placing fourth, I think, is amazing because that guy's I mean, really fourth. Hurt. Fourth with hitting Nolf in the quarters and defaulting to fourth. I right. Mean, <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, he beat Lavalley. He beat Shields. Yep. Yeah. He he looked great. I mean Spencer Lee, the truth. Right. That guy is Sam Stoll. He I beat mean Panaleo too. Kimmer's hurt too. Yeah, he's hurt and he beat some. He beat the the probably third, fourth, fifth best guys in the, in the way, and he lost to Burger. There's a lot to look. Like you said, I didn't even think about it, but you're right. Iowa has always had a little bit of a letdown in recent years at the dance. This year, I think they maxed. Yeah. So good for them, and they're going to get Jacob Warner. Yeah, you could say Brandon Sorensen's probably the one, but you know everyone's going to have a guy that, except for Penn yeah, State. yeah, I guess they didn't max, but they. It's also so funny how perceptions change from Big Tens. Oh my. Yeah. Two years in a row. It's like, all right, hey, Ohio State won. Where's Nolfet? Da da da. Iowa is is brands in trouble. They got fourth, their lowest, you know, since since Zaleski got axed. And then it's like, nope, all NCAA is all that matters. No one cares about anything else. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you could say part <laughs> part of the plan. Hey, we I mean, you talk about from Big Tens to. NCAs. I'm talking about day to day at NCAs. When Sorensen lost, uh oh, they were not happy. Then they saw the rest of the tournament. They're like, yeah, we did it. Our guys did good. So yeah, they Iowa had a fantastic tournament. Um, Although PD three would have won 197. Don't sit. No, you can't say that. I'm gonna say it though because it's a fun. It's it's fun to think about though. That's messed up. Listen, they would have had 120 points. All respect to to PD three, but get man, until you get in the, get I know, on, get on. I don't know, man. Okay. I mean, no, not about but that. That's but, a Hall of Fame what if right now. But I just, I was so, I'm blown away that they scored ninety some points. I mean, that's a lot of points. I mean, you figure, Ohio State won it with one hundred two the other year. Yeah, they're gonna hit ninety to one hundred next year again. Projected yeah, right now, they're basically all back, but Sorensen. Yeah. They're going to be tough. And they get Warner. They get Warner and Lugo. And move Stoll up the ladder. Okay. Um, let me make sure we didn't miss anything major. Um, I think we have to talk about Wisconsin, but that's that's next time. 
Uh, Thoughts on attendance record? I mean, I can't believe... <clears throat> I can't believe that it held more than, like, MSG. But it must, it must be great design because it felt intimate, right? It felt like there was good seats, good sight lines, except for us on the freaking press thing. The Saturday morning crowd was great. Oh, yeah. normally best, the the placing best Saturday is, morning crowd I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. normally the placing around is less than. That was really fun, with with Ohio State the the beginning there. Ohio State kind of tightening it up in the early. That was a really fun metal yeah, round. It was a. Fun it's metal always round. a great round too. So yeah, big shout out to Cleveland, um, the Q, the, uh, the staff at the Q, NCA putting on a great tournament, and uh, yeah, I think we could, we could safely depart. Yep, I'm really excited for Thursday's show because we get to the the dust settles from from this year, and we get to look forward to next year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, on the forefront, what's coming up as I wait for the for the music to play? Um, NHSCA's this weekend. I don't think Kyle has the music. If Kyle's waiting for it. All right, Kyle's got it this week. Um, so NHSCA's NHSCA, yep. and Dapper. Pittsburgh Wrestling Classic. Also, what do we have coming up on the content side? Do we got any? We got some Roy stuff. We're any, out of content. Any, no, any some, Tony Ramos stuff? We got some Ramos stuff, Chael Sonnen stuff, Royce Alger stuff. You've already seen a little bit of the Royce, but there's way more where that came from. I'm glad you glad you guys have enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, also maybe two weeks. Gable versus Quiz, possibly. We'll find out Quiz is going to Bill Farrell, but Freestyle and Greco and Women's Freestyle will be back. Oh, can't wait. Yeah, baby. The Huddo Hippos started their freestyle and Greco training, really. So They did? Nice. So Caleb's learning a lace? It, no. He, <laughs> he, they're, they're, for the, they're differentiating for the, for the newer There guys. was apparently... Uh, he doesn't know a half nose. There was apparently foreigners watching Mark Hall's Aid Valencia and wondering why they didn't get a <laughs> Great question. Thanks for watching, guys. Later. Love you.